I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. Alright, so are you guys uh, going to try to cross here? Are you going to ride for a bit in one direction or the other, east or west? Uh... Given the depth of the crossing right here, mm -hmm. I would want to find another okay. crossing. Alright, well, let's have Pepper roll uh, a tracking. What's a tracking roll? I don't even remember. I have... Uh, um, have... survival, maybe? Survival, sorry. Somebody said you were the tracker, and I think that just stuck in my head. Survival, sorry. Boop. Wow. Uh... All right, Pepper. You know the direction that you guys need to go by the lay of the land, looking at it, and your experience at uh, watching rivers flow and move. So which direction is it? that you all need to head to to find a better crossing. Uh, we need to go north, so I think we have to go a little south to get there. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Especially with those nasty things in the water here, right? We need to get out of their ter territory. Those mudsucker babies. Yeah, they were nope. terrible. <laughs> Southeast or southwest? Southwest. Okay. I don't think they were that bad. You know, they just kind of nibbled on the boot a bit, and then they just split right up once I got the bowing knife to him. Yeah, but what if they team up? Well, there's enough of us here that we could probably take them. <laughs> well, don't take it the wrong way, but when it comes to matters like this, I don't trust a wagon driver. I trust a person paid to go out there and do the tracking. Hell, that's why she's here. Well, if anything goes wrong, you could always throw them dynamites in the water like what you did with the fishing the other day. could hear the blast from camp. <sighs> yeah, but I like to try to save that if at all possible. Don't want to just run through all my powder. Plus, I like to Keep it as dry as possible. I suppose so. Bristle's going to uh, start moving the wagon to the southwest under Pepper's direction. Yeah, Pepper's not feeling very chatty this morning. It was a really weird, awkward night last night. In fact, I think she slept with her back against her tree. Because looking around, all of her companions here are a little, uh, a little strange. Not know who to be trusted right now. I'm hardly strange at all. Yeah, so I'm gonna hop on my horse and lead the way of these strangers. Grissel will travel at the uh, the pace that his. Uh... Mules will set his horses. Okay. So you guys are just going to mosey on down as much, it, staying as close to the river as you can. 
It is a moseying kind of day, yes. Even though that we have some places to be, we're going to mosey. Okay. Don't need to throw a shoe or break break an axle. <laughs> For a moment there, I completely forgot we were cowboys and thought you meant, like, random task, throw a shoe. I was very confused. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Um, so moseying around as you guys, uh, begin, um, going down that trail, uh, everybody give me perception roll. Man, the lag. That's a nine. Pepper with an 11, Sal with a two, Seamus with a four. Pepper, uh... Gus and Pepper. We'll do Gus and Pepper. Uh-oh. Seamus, off to your left, you're going to hear some uh, rustling in the tall grass. And uh, uh, Gus, you hear it too, and you catch just the tail end of uh, little bunny feet. And Pepper, you see that uh, it is uh, another jackalope. Maybe the same jackalope. I hope, I hope we can get it this time because they're out to get us. Likely, it it it's it's kind of just dashed away into the tall brush. It's going uh, waste like directly south. You would have to go off the trail if you're going to go hunt for it, or you can keep on your trail. Get what? What the hell was that, Pepper? Just another. Damn prairie rat, it looks like. <sighs> Just another what? Sal looks around like very confused. Oh, don't you worry about it, son. It was just a, a bit of a trail rabbit. Weird West style. And it's uh, it's heading on back home to its mommy, so you don't have to worry none about it. Now, if it goes to find that bear, what uh, what Pepper was talking about last night. Now that might be a different thing entirely, but if we get across the river, probably won't be an issue on account of them flat worms in the in the water there in that crack. Come on, y'all, let's tighten up. And she just kind of kicks her heels into her horse a little bit. Sal has no control over the rate at which he travels, given the, you know, riding. You're in the wagon, right? Yep. Well, yeah. With Gus is. He smacks <laughs> the reins so the the horses trot along and bump it along in the wagon. The uh, the the case of whiskey he's got uh, shakes and rattles in there, but he does not have a bottle of whiskey at hand. You may say that Gristle is a monster, but more importantly than that, he's in front of me. I can see him. Yep. Just hunched over there in the driver's seat. Trucking along. Got that shotgun and a holster next to the uh next to the driver's seat there. Easily uh accessible. Should uh, bandits, bears, or 
jackalope seeking revenge decide to arrive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so as you guys are riding, uh, the sun continues to rise. It's about midday. It's getting hot. Flies are buzzing around. Uh, it's that the humid air and uh, dragonflies, regular flies, everything, tons of bugs. But as you guys uh, come around to bend, you're going to see in the river, the crick, as some call it, uh, you're going to see about a half dozen beavers, and they look to be working on their dams. Well, this looks like a decent place across. Just get a little bit downstream of those fellas. And, and, and shouldn't be an issue. The water shouldn't even get up to the axles. This will be just fine. This is a good good trail, Pepper. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. I just kind of want to watch them, the beavers, for a second. Just to make sure that they're not crazy beavers. You know, rabbit <laughs> beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Evil beavers. No. <laughs> uh, so as you guys are uh, pulling up, they kind of stop to like look and see if you guys are friend or foe. And you'll see them like dive under the water and hide in their little dams. Uh, and as you go further down stream, you'll see that they've positioned their dams kind of like up high. Like, like it's a tiny little fall, a little four foot little boop in the river but it's a gentle slope on the side of the river uh and then yeah after that there's a pretty shallow uh you know a shallow water right after that drop and you can easily cross and you can see the bottom so i mean you don't see any of the weird things that you saw further up river important question mm-hmm do I notice any beavers that might make a good hat? All the beavers that you just saw dive underwater into the dam all would make a great hat. Well, if I spot one that's uh, a little slower on the on the diving, I might have to, you know. All right. You're going to shoot a beaver? Yeah, sure. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? If you get... So a four is a success. If you get one raise, I'll call it. You shot a beaver. So we are a foe and not friend. Mm-hmm. I got a, only a six though because I'm bad at shooting. You're bad at shooting. <laughs> yeah. What do I need to be good at shooting for? I'm charismatic. I'm charismatic. Uh, you know what though? Maybe it's I'll not give it for a hat. Yeah. You caught one, and when you go out and you you fish it out of the water, the one you shot, it's just it's it's not a full grown beaver. So you just it you can make a hat, but it would be like for a child. Ah, uh, can I make a fez out of it? Sure. <laughs> Perfect. What skill would you use to? What skill oh, would you use? I want to see how sir. good your fez is. Probably survival to try and skin this beaver. Okay. See how that's. Holy, Holy oh my shit. God. Fuck. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's the grandest beaver fez of all. Uh, 
So on my my D four minus two, I rolled an eight. But on my wild die, I rolled a twenty six. Yeah, so that is been, four raises. It may have been a smaller beaver, but it was the perfect beaver. <laughs> my God, I had to say I was skeptical now when you started that little endeavor. <laughs> That was pretty you know funny what? how you killed a baby beaver. <laughs> but now, that's a hell of a hat, son. A hell of a hat indeed. Give me the rest of that beaver. I got plans for that later. And, uh, Sal, as yeah. you grab the, the stuff that, you know, Gus is asking for, you're going to feel there's a, a like a, a hardness, like almost like a rock inside of the beaver's stomach. I mean, that's not too unusual. Beavers eat all kinds of wood. There's got to be something here, huh? Start digging around. Uh, you slice it open. Yeah. You find a little gold nugget. Just going to... Worth about sequester 20 that. bucks. Best damn hat. Well, with that success, I had to give you a little something. That was, that was a beautiful roll. I'll give you a little gold nugget worth 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Damn fine hat. At least I got something to do for the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am positive that Gus is going to be telling all kinds of stories about people with beaver hats and raccoon hats. And he'll start talking about Johnny Appleseed and Paul Bunyan. And Look, there's no way that man was as tall as you're saying. Well, you'd, you'd think so, but... I have it on good authority that the man towered over even the President Abraham Lincoln, God rest his soul, on account of being shot at the theater and everything, which goes to show you you shouldn't be sitting down at a theater if it'll save your life. I think both of them fell the tree with one axe blow, so maybe they was talking about Abraham Lincoln the whole time and not just Paul Bunyan. Bunyan's kind of a funny name. Sounds like something that grows on your foot. I got Bunyan's. Selza shakes his head. He goes back to finishing his hat. Let's the other two focus in on and enjoying the legends of Paul Bunyan. Which that, like, old school animation cartoon is totally on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, you guys have uh, crossed. Like I said, it was it was easy. I mean, it was a little bit to kind of get up the other side, but you just you know take the reins and snap them on the horse, and they'll they'll pull it up. Uh, and you guys are now on the other side, and um, I assume you're going to course correct to head back the way uh, oh, right. you were initially going. Yes. Yes, we have to. Right now, we have to go north again. Mm-hmm. So as you continue on um, going uh, northward, following the Bender's Trail, the sun is high in the sky. There you see nobody. You see nothing. It is like you are alone in the world. And uh, as you guys ride for about two more hours, it's about... 2 2 30 in the afternoon um everybody make a notice roll that's a wow. four for gristle 
for Pepper, four for Seamus, and four for Sal. Off in the distance, four, four, six, and four, yeah. Off in the distance, all of you see, you can't quite tell if it's a trick of the eye, the sun beating down, a mirage, or if you see a town ahead. Should there be a town here? Do we know? Weren't we headed to a new town in a train station? Isn't that what Kawasaki or whatever said to us? That's right. White Horse said there was going to be a way station to get to the train tracks not too far from here while he was heading on ahead. Maybe this is our stop. That's not too bad. Not too far from the river. Maybe it bends up there and it'll be running right alongside. Be nice and cool and probably a little swampy in the summertime. I wonder if it would be in our interest to send somebody on that stage. Does it look like a performance stage or does it look like a... It should be a stagecoach, right? Stop. Wasn't that? Am I remembering that incorrectly? They were going to a, a town with a train station to get on a train. Some people were saying that they were going to catch a train and head to Galveston to get on a boat. And everybody at the Bender home that was talking thought they were going to Wichita. But you, Pepper, found tracks going in the opposite direction from Wichita and heading more northeast. Sorry, I just uh, but right misheard now, stage as in oh. performance or hanging stage as opposed to stage as in stagecoach. Yeah, stage as in stagecoach. Um, but as you guys continue uh, riding, You'll uh, see the town come more into focus, and you'll see that it is truly a little bitty town in the frontier. Oh, finally, someplace I can get a drink. <laughs> As you guys approach it, you'll see that there's nobody like walking around. It's you know the middle of the afternoon. You don't see anybody, people. Uh, you don't see any people moving around. The windows are all, you know, curtains pulled, doors are shut. So as the the group starts drawing closer to the main street of this, I think Gus is going to remember what White Horse said and kind of let the wagon slow down a bit as he seems to be trying to have an internal conversation because something doesn't seem right. You'll also notice that this is a very tiny town and there seems to be no train station. You don't see any tracks. This place is sure as hell empty. Shouldn't we get some kind of, I don't know, cover story or something to, if somebody asks if we do see somebody? Visiting a sick relative in another city, we need to get the train. Uh, Sal's already trying to like do that thing where you're moving from a moving platform to a non-moving platform to jump off the the coach into the wagon. And um, Pepper is looking around for a farrier because 
someone had to, they, even though there's not a train station here, um, they had to have maybe gotten their horses refreshed before they left. Maybe I can talk that language. Well, do one split up? Some go to the farrier, some go to the saloon. I mean, the, the, it's right there. Gus is going to speak up and he's going to say, I think it might be best if we all stuck together and kept our irons close at hand. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't like small towns. I'm saying there's something wrong with this small town, and my passenger is having too good a time to tell me otherwise. Huh. Well, it takes one to know one. If you know, if you feel it's a bad situation, maybe you're right. Let's all just play it slow and by ear. With that, you guys will hear the uh, uh, creak and swing of the saloon doors, and you'll hear cowboy boots on wood. And as you uh, turn to look, you'll see a man standing outside the saloon doors. Um. He does have a shotgun in his hand. He is dressed in a nice suit. He has a nice respectable hat on. And he'll kind of bark at you guys. Y'all better just keep on riding. We don't want no trouble here. Well, we aren't exactly looking for trouble in a town either, but would you happen to know where the closest train station might be? Parsons. About 20 miles north of here. Wouldn't happen to have been a family of four ride through here? Maybe a day or two before? Seem kind of strange, put you on edge like you might be right now. <clears throat> After you say that, he'll kind of peek out, look up at the sun, say, Y'all better come inside. And then he turns and walks back into the saloon. Well, Sonny, it sounds like you're going to get that drink after all. He's, uh, Gus is going to go ahead and bring the wagon to a stop and slowly slide off of the uh, wagon seat. Make sure he's uh, got his shotgun with him. Sal will do the same and make sure to grab his his violin case. Pepper, you were looking for a farrier. They are um, this building next to the saloon back over here. But it looks all closed up as well. But you can always go and knock or you can go inside the saloon. Well, I want to walk, I guess, close to as close as I can tie my horse up uh, to the farrier, you know, and eyeball around for for water to give these horses before I enter the saloon. Roll a notice. Wow. Um, uh, You easily see a... um, trough of water that you can tie the horse up to and as you're tying your horse there uh you catch movement in one of the windows on the second floor of this building across the way you see a little kid's face and a woman's face and then the curtain quickly closes again 
All right. I uh, go ahead and walk on into the saloon. We'll take one last glance back up to the window on my way in. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. You'll see that little kid's face. He's kind of still peeking out. He has part of the curtain lifted up, and he's just watching. Go ahead, Seamus. Seamus is also going to grab his. Uh, he has his pistol on him. He's going to grab his uh, his long rifle too. Okay. So everybody's packing heat as they walk into the saloon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seamus walks in, he, you know, the first thing he'll say is, well, you had your long arm, I thought I'd bring mine. The man uh, kind of turns around and he sets the rifle on the bar. And as your eyes adjust uh, to the interior, you'll see that the saloon is full of men. Some look like farmers, ranchers, some look like store owners. And uh, they're all just sitting there quietly in the saloon. There's no music playing. They are drinking. And uh, you can easily see that they all look very pensive. Are there any women or children in here? No. Are they talking like a low murmur? Or they're just all like talking amongst themselves quietly? Is there any volume here? Well, when you guys walked in, they were all quiet. But now that you're in there, and they're kind of mumbling, you can't really make out what what they're saying. They are talking to themselves in hushed hushed tones, or talking to each other in hushed tones. Does this seem like posse and up, or does this seem like... They all have guns, but none of them are out. Nobody, you're not picking up any aggression. If anything, it looks like a, a, a room full of very scared men. I think Gristle's going to belly up to the bar then. Lean uh, lean against it. Get the bartender's attention. Tip my fez at them and follow suit. If I could have four whiskeys and perhaps some answers as to why everybody's in here in the middle of the day. Uh, bartender says, I'll get you your whiskey. Bill here will have to tell you whatever you need to know. And he'll turn and, you know, grab a bottle and start setting up the glasses and that. Uh, Bill, the guy in the suit that told you uh, that you met outside, uh, he'll say, how does you want to put it? Impromptu town meeting. And what kind of impromptu uh, would you be meeting about, if I may be so bold to ask? We don't really want any trouble. And we told you that you shouldn't have stopped here. Told you to keep on going. Didn't want any trouble. And if you hurry, drink your whiskey, get out of town, and we won't have any trouble. Now, why would there be trouble if we were a stand for more than a whiskey? You'll kind of look a little conflicted. Some of the other people, if you were to look around the room, they some look like like they they look like they feel bad, like almost they pity you. Other people look afraid. 
of the four of you. Uh, but he'll say you're, I mean, I don't think you know what you're up against. And I think it would be best if y'all just left here now. You got to go before the sun goes down. The hell you mean we got to go? Bartender puts the glasses in front of you and he says, because that's when they're coming back. And Bill will look at him and like, why the hell did you say that? So if I was to surmise properly, when the sun goes down, people are coming back to this town, maybe not hooting, maybe not hollering, but definitely dangerous. And given the looks on your face and the looks that we've been receiving by the time we walked in here, it may not be you that they're looking for. But it's you that they'll find if we stick around. Do I have that right? It's you that they'll find. Is that the agreement you have with them? You'll see he wants to say something, but somebody walks up and kind of puts their hand on his shoulder and looks at them, looks at him kind of gravely and, and shakes his head no. And he says, we had a deal. Bill says, if you take your drink and go, won't be no trouble. There'll be a lot less trouble if you answer my friend's questions. Now, Seamus, let's not get too hasty. I'm no stranger to deals before. I've been on a lot of trails. I was up in the treaty lands for a time. And there are a lot of men who like a lot of words. A man's word can be his bond. Now, if you've made this agreement to not tell another living soul, I understand. But perhaps you can answer one of these O-Black questions in which if somebody was to return to town after the sun goes down, from which direction would they be coming? Bill, kind of consider your words, and I'll say, I, I, I honestly, I don't rightly know. They can come from anywhere. How many of you have the taken? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. What? How many of you have they taken? None of us have been taken. It looks kind of confused. So what, y'all gonna get real good at hide and seek? Or turn and tail? Nah, they want their children. That's what it is. They want their children? Who the hell wants children? Hell, I know a lot of guys been spending time trying to get away from their own. My sister's trying to get somebody else's. Is that right then, Bill? Mr. Bill? When Pepper first mentions children, there is a rustle amongst all the men in the room. And Bill says, we're trying to protect the women and children. Yes. Be easier to do that. And again, the guy's like, Bill, we had a deal. 
And if I had to guess now, that deal might be if anybody comes by after a certain quartet of folks, they hand them over, and the women and children won't be harmed. But that's the problem with people making them kind of threats, is that they can go back on it at any time. I don't want to cause you no trouble. I don't want you to cause you no harm. I think if you point us in the direction that they went, we'll be out of your hair before the sun goes down. He's going to shake his head. He's like, I don't know who you're asking about or who you're looking for. All I know is they're coming to find you. And he's he'll shrug the hand off the guy and he'll say, look, Maybe you can defeat him. I don't know. But I'm trying to help my people here. And if you're still here, when they show up, we can't help you. And everybody's groaning like, oh, no. So they're coming back, are they? Or are they sending people? I have it on good authority. That some is indeed coming here, and that for forty pieces of silver, there'd be a lot of coats turning. They kind of uh, again rustle at your insinuation. And they say, "Look, we're not making money off of this. We're just trying to keep ourselves alive. We're trying to keep our women and children alive." And if you're as rustled as you seem to be right now, my next question would be, why did y'all stay in this town if y'all are in such danger? Uh, at that, the room erupts into, you know, my pub homesteaded here 20 years ago, you know, going on and on. How this is their land, this is their home, this is their town. They're not going to be driven out of it. Especially for some strangers who are tied up with the devil's works. Potentially important question. Are they all bunched together? Like, uh... Have we become surrounded or at any point in the moving and talking? No. Okay, good. No. No. Just, you know, for no reason at all, but good. Again, no aggression in the room, mainly fear. If you could smell it, this is the scent it would be. Gus can smell it. Gross. He can smell it over himself, which is saying something, because he didn't pickle himself today, because he's trying to show White Horse what for. <laughs> now y'all listen here you rambunctious sons of bitches do y'all know who the hell we are what we are no well what do you think might bring a bunch of strangers to some piss out town full of yellow belly like this they kind of look at you bewildered like well well, we're a bunch of strangers you've never seen, and we're looking for someone, and we're real keen on finding them. Somebody will yell from the back, no good bounty hunters. 
Hell, there you go. Someone's got a couple brain cells to rub together. I only took the whole goddamn room. So y'all gonna give us answers. Sal will chime in. I think we're pretty good bounty hunters, but, you know, that's fine. Well, you have to collect the bounty before you can call yourself a bounty hunter. Or at least a pretty good one. Well, I'm pretty sure the act of hunting is what you do up until you find whatever it is you're looking for. After that, uh, it's just collected. I well, understand that. aspirants, okay? I'm trying to get... The point is, we are trying to find out who the hell is... What the hell is going on? I don't like towns. I'm in one. I don't like circles, and y'all are talking in them to the extent you're talking. Now y'all cough it up, and we'll handle it. And I'll tell you what, we're probably a lot nicer whenever hell's got you all spooked. Bill's going to look really conflicted again. Like, uh, give me a per- Do you have a persuasion? Do you have persuasion? Probably not, but let's, let's give the Roll old... It. <laughs> and Gus has got persuasion. What is well, this? Well, Gus ain't doing the talking. We've got, you know. It, I'm t- maybe I can do an assist. I'm trying. To, I'm assisting. Oh, I'm assisting. You're, assisting? you're 100% yes. leading this. You're the. You're 100% leading this. Bamps, bamps, bamps. It too. It too. It 40 too. pieces yeah. of silver. Bristle. 30 <laughs> pieces of silver. We're having a discussion about what makes a good bounty hunter. And at what point you become a bounty hunter. Uh, It's it's not the point at which you become a bounty hunter. It's the point at which you become a good one. Yeah, bull session. That's what we need right now. That was all. uh... (laughs) Well, you see, as soon as you start hunting the bounty, you're a bounty bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah. Yes, we we are bounty hunters. Persuasion! On your little D4, but that wild die saved you, huh? There you go. Thanks, little buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. After you you say those words, Bill doesn't uh, say anything, but another man does kind of get up from the crowd and walk towards you, and you'll see that he is a priest. And he'll walk right up to you, and he'll introduce himself. I am Father Thomas. Hello, Tom. Good to meet a uh, man of God. Pepper crosses herself. (laughs) And he's going to kind of put his hand on your back, and he's going to kind of push you. But he's going to walk with you toward the door of the saloon. And he'll say, can we just talk outside? Well, I think we should all stick together for the people who uh, came into this town. I do agree with that. Just let me take care of something real quick. And uh, Gus is going to reach for that shot of whiskey. And then he's going to reach for the bottle with his other hand, take the shot, take the bottle with him. Good idea there. It's a good, it's a good idea. First good idea been held in that saloon since it was fucking built. Shabas, you have a funny way of showing hospitality to folks who at least invited us in for a quick drink and a word for us to be on our way. Now they didn't teach me patience in the artillery. More like left, right, up, elevation. 
and how to make problems go away in a little more direct manner. So maybe my maybe I'll admit some of that southern hospitality finery has begun to rust around the edges. If you say so. Thanks for the drinks, bartender. Gentlemen, we'll be bidding you something or other, maybe. If you see us, it probably won't be our backs. We'll find out. No. Hobble towards the door. Okay. And and Seamus, you let the the priest escort you out the door? Yeah, I think we're all we're all following the priest. Everybody out the is is Sal and Pepper also going out or are you guys staying and having more whiskey? Because they aren't charging yeah. you apparently. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go outside. I'm uh, gonna try and see where what Father Thomas is up to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I'll go. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a reason so you... to not mm-hmm. stay in here all by my lonesome. <laughs> so as you, as the four of you step outside with Father Thomas, um, he'll bow his head, head, and it looks like he's saying a quick prayer. And then he'll come up, uh, he'll look up to the four of you. And looking at probably Seamus and Sal and ask, are you righteous men? No, the righteous men are in there, cowering over their rifles and whiskey. He'll look to Sal for his answer. Uh, He does everything in his power to be as like nonchalant, but he is very chalant. <laughs> okay. As though it was like, oh, you know uh, what? what? That means. It's mean to be chalant. <laughs> he entered with chalants. It's <laughs> <What? laughs> my new favorite word now. <laughs> I know. He just like, I've never heard chalant, but I've always heard nonchalant. So what's chalant? I don't know. Well, I would I would assume if nonchalant, like non means opposite or, you know, yeah. uh, and nonchalant means feeling or appearing casually calm and relaxed, not displaying anxiety, interest, or enthusiasm, then uh, he's probably got some anxiety and is not calm or relaxed about the situation he finds himself in and the direct questioning by a person of, air quotes, authority, because... Uh, people who are listening astutely will notice that several people said that they, you know, do the whole sign of the cross thing. And uh, Sal did not say or do any of that. <clears throat> so he'll kind of look a little disappointed and say, I see, I see. Well, perhaps that's a good thing, because as you said, the righteous are cowering inside with their whiskey and rifles. <clears throat> they're afraid to speak because the whole town has been threatened and we cannot help you I think Bill was trying to save you by telling you to move along but apparently you guys are meant to be here it must be your fate or perhaps your destiny or why you are here on this earth that God has made are you able to tell us who's coming? If I tell you, I know I am definitely putting the entire town in danger, but I also feel if I don't, then I am putting not only you in the town, but everyone in danger. So 
Well, it sounds like you're at a an even thing there. Either way, the town's in danger, so... Some men came by, said that you may be coming to town, and that if you came to not warn you, to have you stay the night so they could come, and, um, well, I'm sure you know the rest. Uh, yeah, I think we do know the rest, and that the rest might be that we are take it and flate or whatever it is these men do these days, but they probably come in with guns and torches, and they start throwing torches and shooting guns because the only thing that's easier to kill and people taken unawares or people so quaked with fear that they do anything to save their own skin. Speaking from experience. Sal's going to turn to the group. Not standing next to the father, but like kind of off to the side as though to draw attention in two different directions. It's like, are you going to go with me? Or are you going to go with him? And he's like, these people have been plenty nice to us. Let's just let's just go, and the good father here can lead. And he motions to the saloon here, can lead them all in prayers for their safety, and then, well, God works in mysterious ways. They say, right? They do indeed. Pepper just looks up at that window again, where she saw that little little boy peek in. And she looks back at Father Thomas and says, well, I think they ain't men, Father. I think they're demons. He'll cross himself and he'll nod his head. They are. They are no longer men. I know this. And Bill thinks he can make an agreement with them and they'll be honorable men. But I fear that no matter what, when they come back, we'll all be killed. That's a good assumption, Father. As a man who has made a deal or two with the devil in his time, the devil does always come to collect. And if you were told not to warn us and have us stay the night, then your compact has already been broken now, hasn't it? But I wager... That if you are a holy man, you can bless this ammunition. May as well draw them into the square and give you and yours a fighting chance. Since us four followers of evil men are going to be in the town, they'll be looking for us. And your steely-eyed men reinforced with courage and faith in the Lord and a good handle of whiskey each can get the drop on them. Let me go and talk to them and see if I can convince them. Will you all wait here? Get them, women and children, as far away from here as you can, if you know a safe place. 20 miles is a long way. That should make it before the sun got down. But, well, frankly... 
if you can't make it to the next town, this is the next best place, because if they're out on the trail, that is that. He'll give you a nod, and he'll uh, go back through the swinging saloon doors. And it's the four of you standing outside. All right. Let's go. <laughs> now we can't just leave them. Well, <clears throat> when they come back and they find out that we're not here, surely they'll just leave. They'll leave after setting fire to the town and killing every last man, woman, and child. That was always gonna happen. Because right. they'd known we was coming. Right. Like, we... I don't know, understand what we're we're discussing and arguing about then, because what's, what's a town plus four as opposed to a town? A town plus four has a slightly more fighting chance to survive the night. If what's coming is what I think is coming. And I'm if, less worried about them killing everybody in this damn town than I am of them turning turning them into a whole army of those undead to come and hunt us. We'll just nip it at the bud. If it's nippable. Look, my ass ain't walking to wherever it is we gotta go to catch this train, but we are on a timetable here. There's this train that they're trying to get on. There's, I don't know, the end of the world from what he motions in the direction that they traveled from where they had set up camp and had a, uh, had a ghastly encounter with another undead creature. How far from that town are we with the train? 20 miles. And they said there's creatures coming? Probably like those ones that were in the dirt. Devils wearing the skin of men. I just give you the hardest eyeball, like... You're one to talk. Yeah, I think we all give him an eyeball. That's a that's a collective. Hmm. <laughs> it's just silence. Hmm. Tumbleweed goes by before conversation picks up. It's just like, did he really? Gus is going to strike a match and light a cigar. Yes, I am aware of what I have said and what I am. Well. I just but don't they're see coming. It. They're coming nonetheless. Now, they may not be exactly like me, um, but they're devils wearing a human skin all the same. And I'll tell you. And he reaches up and he taps his forehead and put one there, and ain't nobody coming back, blessed or no. So we trap them. We can't leave these poor people just to that fate. That's terrible. Hell, why is it our problem? I mean, hell, we didn't cause it. We're trying to stop it. I don't mean we guys have to be heroes every Tom, Dick, and Harry piece of shit town across the whole damn West. You want a whole town full of undead following us, too? Because that's what happens. They're not just going to stop. They're not going to go moseying about their own little days. No. They're going to add their ranks and come and try and hunt us down. These goddamn benders, they're infectious. Pepper's got the right of it. 
If not us, then who? You seen the men in that bar? They are terrified by that which they do not understand. Well, I can tell you I understand it. Uh, we need to have a plan to cut bait if it goes to shit. I'm going to put in a little effort for the calls, but hell, I ain't trying to die out here. I'll tell you oh. straight, I care more about old Shamrock and any of the sons of bitches in there. Sal kicks the dirt, spits, throws his hands in his pockets. Fuck it, fine. Gristle's going to start looking around. What's the tallest point in this uh, in this town? The church. The church steeple. He'll He'll point and say... Get eyes in that steeple with a nice long rifle. That'll help plenty, especially if you got good sight in the evening. Otherwise, get people on the rooftops there, make sure they're watching their ladders upstairs, and, well, I suppose I'll be having a seat right about here, seeing who comes to say hello. Well, if we get all committed, let's oh, check we it out. Be committed. <laughs> we can just walk over to the church and give it a look over by ourselves, nice and empty. Try not to scare any of the women and children hiding inside. If that's where they choose to hide, it's probably where we'll have to make our stand. Unless we make them, uh, them ones who are coming, think that everybody's in here. And it's filled with nothing but your powder. Boy, that'd be a shock to him. <laughs> well, I do like that you have an appreciation for things that go boom. Most people have to see it before they believe it. Oh, I've seen plenty in my day. That's not a terrible idea to load it up with other explosives and stuff. Make it a trap, because that's where... I would expect people to hold up. They always turn to the Lord for salvation or whatever. Yeah, but I uh, I think some of my dynamite must have got a little bit wet. Pl- player note, I, I don't have any dynamite <laughs> that, that just, I have on my sheet. You just you just have your, your mad science booms, don't you? Yeah, which required me to uh, be there. Well, we know they got whiskey in the saloon there. Let's see what we can rig up. We got to get the townies to help us anyway. So what exactly the plan? Leave them all in place? Shut all the lights off? Make them think it's in the church? And let that be the big boom? Hell, that's that's the high point. Do we want to make some other building look like it's the decoy? Maybe something across the street. Go booms, we come in from the back. It is a little sacrilegious to be blowing up a church. Right, and as uh, it's the biggest building, it's going to be able to get the most of them in there. Oh, it's the tallest building. Tall is a different kind of big. Yeah, well, we need well, let's go look at it. it. Yeah, let's go reconnoiter this here church. No, we're gonna wreck it later. Okay, so everybody's heading over to the church. You'll see it's a it's a small church. It holds about uh. 50 to 100 
Might be hard pressed at 100. Very comfortably at 50. Uh, it is just the one room. Uh, but the steeple. Um, so when you enter, there's the rope. And then you'll see the staircase that kind of goes up the steeple to get to the bell. I'm going to head over and start checking that out. See. Okay. Is there a bigger building? Is, this, is, is the church the biggest square footage-wise in the town? No, it was the tallest building. Right. What's the largest? Uh, probably a tie between, well, I mean, the stable's pretty big, but it's mostly just barn. Um, but there's lots then, of hay in there that'll burn pretty hay. quick. And then the saloon and general store both pretty much tied for biggest, like, buildings, square footage-wise, that are, are, like, used. Are any of them barn, right? near the church? Or no, everything near the church because it's a small ass town. The church is at one end of the of the um town. I'll have a map for you next time. Uh, a church is at one end of the town, and the saloon is at the other end. Okay. Because you can't put the church next to the saloon. That's just wrong. And then the general store is right across the street from the saloon. This one, this building here. Why does that not want to do it? There we go. Um, Sal, you're going all the way up the stairs? Yeah, I want to see what kind okay. of sight lines we got from upstairs. Uh, and if, okay. uh, if Pepper wants to come with me, because she's mm. she's the one that I would trust with a long rifle. Mm -hmm. Alright, so the two of you are going to go up there. Uh, if the both of you are up there, we'll make a notice roll. Uh, if Pepper wants to come, that's up to her. Ooh, wow. Blew up into a 10 and blew up into an 8. Wow. I thought it was Seamus that blew things up. No. Apparently not. Without dynamite. Yeah, he's just a <laughs> general person with a rifle. So, uh, the both of you can see that the land is, you know, it's pretty flat, pretty open. Uh, from this vantage point, you can see parts of that river that you crossed not where you cross but different points of the river um you'll uh looking north you really can't you know it's not like you can see that other town uh but you do see a, a road that'll take you northbound so you figure that must be the road out and sal as you're looking um you're kind of seeing the town layout and you are picking out some really good uh, ambush spots. I'll talk them over with Pepper as I come up. Just be like, uh -huh. you know, do, 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 do. Yeah. So you'll like tell Pepper, hey, if we can, you know, get them down yeah. here. And we put some of the townsmen, you know, up on these second floor windows shooting down. That's it's like shooting ducks in a barrel. And like you have a several places you can see that. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> mention the pepper. We should get some lanterns and put them up there so you have good sight lines, so that the light is from them, not from up here, so that they have a bad time trying to shoot at you. Uh, and he just are we? Is there a better building than the church for 
stashing a bunch of people. Are you asking Pepper? Uh, the Pepper's opinion is is welcome, but also the mysterious voice in the sky. Nah, the saloon. We'll drag them all to the middle. We can set up some of those cans on string traps, catch them coming and going, make them make noise. Maybe tie a little something there so somebody trips. That way we know, because there's too much open. I, I don't think they're coming just straight from the north down that road. They'd be real, real stupid for that, right? I mean, they didn't seem real smart when they popped up out of the dirt earlier, so. Smart enough to scare this whole town, tell them we're coming back, they're coming back for them. Well, that could have just been the the witches themselves. They're just gonna, like when you let a dog off a chain. I don't know, I don't trust them. I don't, I, I, we'll have to, I, I think the saloon, the saloon will probably be their best bet. We can't, we can't blow the church, you know, they'll, They'll send us straight to hell for that. I got bad news for you. If blowing up one church, but saving the world, and he points off in the direction that they should be heading to for this other town for the the train. If blowing up one church counteracts saving the world, you you need a new system of judgment. Uh, there's a root cellar under the general store. There are women and children in the general store right now. Once at night, when night comes, they're all going to go down to that root cellar. It'll hold all the women and children, but they'll be packed like sardines. So what do y'all think about? We wire up the saloon. Maybe I can scout out some uh, some drier dynamite than what I got. Put it full of hay and whiskey and anything else that's flammable. Not all the whiskey, of course. We'll need it. One way or the other. Make some noise. Maybe have a couple of runners in there. One to two, three. Making a bit of a commotion. When whatever the hell's coming comes and goes in there, they run out the back. We wire it up. Boom. And we get about, maybe we're posted up in the store across the street or halfway back between here and the church. We light them up from there. Lure them back. Make them siege it. Sounds like an army man's kind of plan. I was just intending on sitting in a rocking chair, and when they came up and asked me who I was, I was going to blast them. But, you know, your plan sounds a lot more sophisticated than mine. Well, there'll be plenty of time for pointing and shooting. That's definitely a part of it. Hell, I figured you said you are going to try to talk them to death. And can't say I'm sure it wouldn't work. Oh, you jabbering still- I could still give it a try. I got a couple of stories from the treaty lands. I don't like talking about them much, but I can always go ahead and spin a yarn if I need to. Uh, how long? How long till sunfall? Oh, we got a couple hours yet. Should probably talk to those gentlemen inside the saloon and see if they're gonna find their spines or if they're gonna have them ripped out by them devils what coming yeah maybe you can talk to them i got so i got i got them to cough up some information but maybe you can help them find their better angels or at least the balls between their legs and see if they want to go help out a little bit put some lead down range oh i suppose i could give it a try Gus is going to start back towards the saloon. Cause some more problems. 
Uh, I'm gonna do a thing. Hold on. Let me. Eh. Stupid cheat. Expand the box. I want you to expand. Uh, what's your die in being social? D four. Cool. Okay. Uh, let me roll a spellcasting roll, and then we'll see how this goes. I'm going to Benny that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll Benny that one too. Okay. I'm I'm hunting for this raise. All right. Never mind. Get it. Last one. All right. Great. We're we're back to where we started with just a success. Okay. Uh. All you need is a four for a success. So yeah, I was trying to get a raise, but that, that yeah. didn't work out. Um. Yeah. So Sal kind of comes up to uh, to the side of Crystal, and it's just absent-mindedly flicking this uh, this deck of cards that he's gotten out for a little while as he's messing with stuff. Starts telling him about some of the spots that he and Pepper spotted from on high, and about setting up lanterns and stuff for people to see. And then is just on the dirt before getting onto the wood of the saloon. He's like, just drops his voice like, these people these are simple people, salt of the earth. Like, they're, they're morons. So. <laughs> Common clay of the new west. That's right. So just they're your people. That they are. You're a good egg, sonny. And he'll reach up and clasp him on the shoulder, and as he does, a, the figment of a playing card just goes underneath like the the collar of Crystal's duster and disappears. Uh, and I have boosted your trait for, I guess, persuasion. Okay. So it goes up a die type. All right. For the next... Uh... For the next roll? I don't know if it's the next one. I gotta look in the book. I thought it was in the part that I copy pasted, but apparently I did not. As as he's starting to go in, he stops and he turns. He drops his voice, gets close to Sal. Listen, I'm gonna do what I can to convince him to come out, but I want to be clear. I don't want you telling me nothing about what all the plan is from here on out. Can. I'm going to be taking care of something on my end and I'm going to be here for it but uh, I got a passenger what needs a discussion and he got big ears and a bigger mouth so I want you to be sure you all got your plan in place and just tell me where to sit alright he realizes that he has said too much. Looks like he would like to say something else, but decides that, nope, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and just give you a nod and head back to beat up with everybody else. Gus returns the nod, heads inside to do some talking. Okay, so do you want to do the talking, or are we just going to cut away and just assume you gave the speech of your life? And then the next time we open, 
you guys can then tell everybody what your plan is. Okay. I have I have rolled a five on my D six for the speech of my life. I will say that they begrudgingly they will do it. And also I think I'm gonna need to make a Dominion roll. Mm-hmm. No table found with that. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> uh uh, shit. Uh, I guess that's gonna be it. I have to go find the Dominion rules because I thought hitting the button would do it because I'd already got all that set up, but I didn't. All right. Uh, I'll make the Dominion roll in a minute here. Okay. Uh, but we'll we'll say you guys are going to lay your best plans, and we will hear all about your best plan when we play next week. Uh, but to close it out this week, and I'm waiting on your Dominion roll before I do anything else. So. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, so tell me. Uh, well, let let's explain. Why don't you explain to everybody listening? Uh, what is Gus doing? What does this look like as far as RPing? So after Gus, uh, tells Sal to basically shut the fuck up. We have a spy in our ranks. Um, as, as Gus is finishing his speech and he's headed towards the door of the saloon, in his head, there is a table and two chairs. And Gus is sitting in one chair and his Manitou, his demon, the, um, nefarious entity that is responsible for bringing him back from death is sitting in the other. And in his mind, Gus is sitting at this table and he says, well, I've listened to you for a long time when you told me that my going to hell was a mistake and that you wanted me to drive coach for others like me and others like you and I gotta say, you've been lying to me for a while, and uh, I've been letting it happen, and I feel like maybe that needs to change. After speaking with that detestable white horse man, he did have a nugget of wisdom that does seem correct, so I'm gonna tell you what. You are not going to tell them anything. You are going to tell me who they are. You are going to tell me how many are coming. And that's going to be that. You're going to keep your mouth shut until I say otherwise. Because while you may be out of hell, as am I, this is still my body, this is still my soul, and this is still my castle. So what do you say about that? As you say the words, he... Anger. Just on his face just so much anger but he can't speak because you have told him you will shut your mouth so he like just won't do it but you get an image through your head uh pops in your head of because you had asked who's coming for you and that's what you see and make a notice roll uh for the people at home what is it that he sees well, you'll all see it. He sees five uh, zombie men. 
and he knows them even though they are partially rotted. Uh, he can tell that they are the same men you saw at the Benders, the other posse that took off the Bushwhackers. So back in the real world, Gus will stop for a second as he has this conversation, then maintain his steps. And as he hits that door and walks outside, he will uh, look for Sal again. And when he sees Sal and meets his eye, Gus will look a little paler than usual. And he'll say, the Bushwhackers is coming. Thus concludes this episode of Deadlands, The Bloody Benders. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. And prophecies. I know, right? <laughs> there we are. Don't you usually do the Dayton thingy? Uh, oh, yeah. No, totally. I, I, you know what? Hi, everybody. It's the 25th <laughs> of September, 2023. This is Deadlands, and I have had a quart of soup. <laughs> <laughs> Look, around here, we don't use them. Cut that shit out. Measurements. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a quart of soup. Oh. Just so everyone can gauge the mood level, it's somewhere. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Campbell's. <laughs> you know, Fuck Barreto. Campbell's is great. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Bush's Baked Beans. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Seamus, you have won the history check roll off. Yes, great. So here we are. Seamus is here to tell y'all about the history of what happened out here. So we're on the trail of a family called the Benders. <sighs> Why are we doing that? Well, there's a $50,000 reward for them. And we want that money. Oh, reasons. We want that bounty money. <sighs> so we went out searching for them, and we ran into a bunch of zombies. Uh, let's see. I think we had a little, little fishing expedition. Then we had a camp out where we found out some interesting information. One, uh, what what we thought was a ghost was actually a Indian named Whitehorse. Or in his language, Kawaska. There we go. And he informed us that the benders must be stopped because one of them, a Kate Bender, is going to perform a ritual that will bring hell to Earth. Also, we found out that both he and Kawaska or he and Kawaska and Gus have something in common. They're not quite dead, but they're also not quite alive either. And they have a certain, um, well, they have peculiar taste, as one might put it. So, here we are. Some people, some people who are not really people, on the quest to find some evil people to end their evilness and get this money. Who are the people you are with, Seamus? 
That was an excellent question. We are here with Sal. And tell our... us about Sal. Sal yes. <laughs> yeah, tell us about Sal. Yes, he's a great guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's got a great jib. I like the cut of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he, he's a person. And uh, let's see, Pepper is our hunt, is, is our tracking person. And Gristle is an old coot who rambles and owns a wagon. And this concludes the information I know about the <laughs> You know, just because y'all listen to these podcasts in order, there's, there's a, a time has elapsed. It's, uh-huh. it's been 83 years. <laughs> exactly. I'm absolutely not cutting any of this out. This is going out as is. I need everybody to understand the progression of this game. Speaking of which, do we want to do those recording things that you needed? Or do you want to do them as a separate thing? We'll do them as a separate thing. Okay. I just want to make things even more complicated. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, Seamus, where do we open? Where are we right now? We are at the campsite mm-hmm. the following morning after Kaliska has left us. I believe. I believe we're also on the trail. And oh, there was something particular to the trail. I don't remember the cardinal direction. You guys go with north, northeast. North, northeast, close enough. Northeast. <laughs> and I believe that the inf- intelligence we got was that they were headed to a town with a train or train station. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if they that that's it. We just know they were headed in that direction, and we don't know how much time has elapsed between the tracks we saw or something, and like them arriving in that city. Something is that, that's a little messier. Okay. You guys are you figured that part out yet? No, you haven't. Yeah, you haven't. You believe you are on their trail. Several hints have told you that you are on that trail. You broke camp, and you guys are working on crossing the river, right? That's right. We're about to go forward a river. Might even Chevy it. Well, no, because we have to leave the Chevy by the levee because the levee is dry. Ah, The levee is dry. Why don't we cross there? That's the that's the <laughs> idea. Because otherwise, I have to caulk the wagon and float across. We all know how that's going to end. Who lets us do this? <laughs> We're all grown ups. We're allowed to. We can have ice cream for breakfast if we want. We're, yeah, we're I, playing I imagination have... right now. Do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but you can't have ice cream and whiskey, as I found out last week when I tried. No, you cannot nope. have ice cream and whiskey. <laughs> if you try to have ice cream and whiskey, your wife will get mad at you. That's just the thing that happens. <laughs> I didn't know what? that. Would she get mad at you because you get sick, or would she just get mad at you because? Because it's absurd. It's <laughs> it's just it's just too much. <laughs> I just want to make sure where the the things were going wrong. Nope. See who it was to blame. Cotton. Always cotton. Uh, Uh, And then... uh, Everybody's shattering. Shatter running in the chat right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we are. This is what we do. 100%. It feels good to do it to somebody else. (laughs) What's the displacement of the boat? Yeah, there we go. Oh, God. Uh, I'm gonna. Hello. Hello. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you guys gotta talk. I'm not freaking out right now. Like, what's going on? 
<laughs> We're shadow running in our head. Not. God damn it. You're shadow running in your heads? Okay. That's right. So, um, okay. That's a All good right, well. safe spot for him. It is? You know, unless the building's on fire and then collapses on him. The so voice in the sky is pessimistic. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying it is a good building unless that happens. <laughs> then it. Mm. Okay, I roll my spirit opposed by the Manitou. So I'm going to roll my spirit. Okay. You've got spirit. Yes, you do. Uh, can I Benny it? I believe you can Benny any roll. All right, an eight. I'll take that. Okay. And it's opposed by the Manitou. Well, what's the Manitou roll? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I mean, you gotta gotta help me out here. Um, I I know I do, but it's not telling me what the actual roll is. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, has anybody ever seen stats for a mana two? I don't remember. Well. Uh, here we go. Uh, Dominion table is on page 87. That is not Correct. Damn it. So the Dominion role was originally part of Deadlands Reloaded, since mm -hmm. we are now in Adventure Edition. Mm -hmm. um, there is a Dominion table, but that is for when I let the devil out, and I want to do the opposite. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Go back to page 60. I think it's opposed by the same rule. Because the Manitou has access to all the abilities possessed by you, so I assume it's your Yeah. Your role. Yeah, it would have to be. It's the same role. You just have to get lower than what you or they can't have a success. Right. So it's the same spirit role. I know what you're going for. So I think if you can just succeed over Yeah. You're just so roll against yourself. All right, well, there we go. Well, look at that. You don't want to Benny it for him, huh? Uh, He doesn't have any Bennies. Aww. <laughs> NPCs okay. don't get Bennies. Dramatic cutoff? Dramatic cutoff. Okay, because I'm really sitting here trying to not do the, the arm thing. Are you pumpkining? No. What's the, what's the arm thing? What's the arm thing? He's doing it right now, but you can't see it because we're. Oh God! <laughs> don't you understand? What's the no, arm thing? I guess I'll go ahead and kill the recording now because we're it. supposed to be done. <laughs>